This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hi, I'm Seth Peterson. Hi, I'm Dippy Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Josh Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us is... Karen Vance. Here to answer your training and behavior questions and also those agility questions at 844-305-7800. When you call into that number, you'll speak with Quinn, our producer at the network, and he'll put you on the line with us. That's 844-305-7800. The show is produced here at the farm by the ever-so-lovely and talented Miss Daisy Charlotte. Hello, everyone. Hi, Daisy. So once again, this is Talkin' Pets, and visit us at TalkinPets.com, and all the banners are there. T-A-L-K-I-N, Pets.com. This is Talkin' Pets. Welcome to Talking Pets with your host, John Patch. Today's co-host is Karen Vance, and I'm your producer, Daisy Charlotte. Give us a call with pet questions, comments, and stories at 844-305-7800. And watch us on Facebook Live at Talking Pets Radio. Now here's your favorite pet show, Talking Pets. I love Carrie Underwood. Me too. Uh, we were trying to get her on the show. Three times we almost got her on the show, and then something came up with awards or something like that. Did you see she fell? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I, they, they keep showing her, and I keep trying to tell because they said she might look a little different now. But yeah, I don't she, know at what point she's supposed to start looking different. Yeah, she, nothing I've seen, she looks Kind of looks different. the same to me, but I guess she had plastic <laughs> surgery or something done. Yeah, probably. But, uh, yeah. but if she really fell, it would be a good time to do radio if you can't stand up for other things. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Call us Carrie. Please. <laughs> Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm excited because um, two of my two of my favorite shows are coming back on. Yes. Survivor's coming back on yes. uh, next week, which I love that show. And we've had many Survivor uh, people, even the ones that won the millions, were on the show with us, Talking Pets. Uh, Jenna was on, and um, geez, I can't remember. Ethan was on. Um, and, of course, Jane Bright's always on. She didn't win the million, but Jane Bright comes on with us, and um, she's a dog trainer up in North Carolina. Good friend. And uh, so that's kind of cool. And we've had people on from uh, the other show that's going to be coming out, too. We've had American Idol people on the show with us. So um, that's going to be coming back. I love American Idol. (laughs) I don't don't know what it is. I was disappointed when they took it off. But even though they said it had lower ratings, it was still making better money than most shows that are out there. Mm -hmm. And I watched that that other singing competition, The Four. Mm, yeah, I, never got into I didn't really like it. I've um, never gotten into any of the other ones. I, I do feel like, like the voice. Idol was the original, and that's the one. I well, like the voice is good. I like the voice. 
But um, American Idol, I've always been a fan of, so I'm, I'm happy. And we, we, you know, we had actually one of the guys here singing from The Voice. Uh, were you here that day, or was it Lexi? I think it was Lexi. Uh, she was producing, but one of the guys right there, him, he sat there with his guitar. What? Yeah, and he was on The Voice, and uh, he sat there right at the poolside and sang the song of a movie, Rock Dog, uh, that, wow. that he was singing in. So um, it was pretty cool. It was a cool time. So he came over and everything, so that was pretty awesome. So you never know what you're going to hear on Talking Pets. <laughs> but um, we always re- relate it around to the animal realm, of course. But um, pick up the phone, give us a call, 844-305-7800. I think in, in the 28 years that I've been hosting Talking Pets, I have to admit, it's it's a great experience. It And it's like I tell people, it's it's my true passion. So when it comes down to the radio stations that carry the show, they're the ones that keep it going. So, um, you know, tell them, you know, send them a letter to general managers, the program directors, let them know that you love the program because not only is it my passion, but I know it's every veterinarian, every producer, every trainer that's on this show. Um, we all care about animals and this is one voice to put it out there and make a difference. So it's also important for you guys to call up because it's not just our show. It's your show. And you can ask medical questions, you can ask behavior questions, um, but you can also put in comments and stories. And if there's anything going on that you want to put out in the animal world, let us know. So um, that's what it's all about. But you are listening to Talking Pets, and we do want to talk with you. 844-305-7800, 844-305-7800. You know, my neighbor next door, um, actually, they had a little chihuahua, mm-hmm. uh, 15 years old. Uh-oh. The neighbors next to them, two houses down, have two huskies and um i guess my neighbor's daughter held i have privacy privacy fences up and they kind of finished up their yard after i put mine up so she held the chihuahua up over the privacy fence to kind of show the two huskies the one husky jumped up grabbed it by the neck and killed the dog oh my god so but huskies normally aren't that um they're normally not violent i don't think that that's what they intended to do yeah. Well, that's not what the daughter intended to do. I mean, she was I just know, do- she know, was no. being cute and saying, "Hey, look at the doggies," you know, kind of kind of thing. She was just, you know, trying to make a pal kind of over the fence. Yeah. But the one dog, the one husky, leaped up to the top of the fence, and it's six feet high, and grabbed the dog. How old's the husky? Um, I'm not sure, but um, it's got to be about five or six years old at least. So, that's, that's, I have two little chihuahuas, and with that newborn kitten that we're raising. My boyfriend's like, I don't think he would hurt. They, they would hurt him. I'm like, yes, I think they would. Yeah, My- chihuahuas have that. Chihuahuas, even though they're a small dog, they yeah. have. They can be very like, you know, I'm only two feet high or whatever, or one foot high, but attitude. I act like I'm ten well, feet high. Attitude. The one has killed. He's killed a rabbit before in the oh, yard, and he's killed um, like a. When we lived in Michigan, we had moles, and they killed one of those, and. Well, see, that's what the the huskies were doing, too. Squirrels, rats, because we have a lot of fruit rats in Florida, so that dogs were killing them as well. And probably no one said anything to them about that, so it was like... No, I guess... It's almost good. Boy, I don't have to deal with it. Well, that's just it. You know, a lot of people think of squirrels as being... I like squirrels, actually. I do, too. But people think of them as being rodents and a mm -hmm. pest and everything, and they can be a pest. I mean, if they get in your attic, say goodbye to all your telephone wires. (laughs) Um, I've had that happen before. Strobe light. Strobe light. What do you Strobe want to dance to disco? No, no, no. They will leave. They they hate it. <laughs> Anyone that wants rid of any critters, put a strobe light. 
I did not know that. Yes. I never yes, heard that you either. You don't have to harm anything. They will leave. And and squirrels are typically, they say, if you have like pest control, whatever, um, if you've got a problem with rats, they don't have a problem, you know, taking care of that. But when there's a squirrel nest or something, they have to get the squirrel out first before they block all the holes. Otherwise, you have a problem with squirrels yeah, well, you know, dying of starvation. I, I, right. had, I had something so, in my attic, and I believe it was a squirrel, because then it started to bite down into my kitchen cabinets. I could hear it munching in oh, there. Oh, oh. And so I had, you know, I went up into the attic and I, I put some stuff up there. I learned the difference between the daytime sounds and the nighttime sounds to tell the squirrels from the rats. So this is why we have a strobe light. Um, yes. Yeah, I just, I just thought maybe, highly effective. I just thought maybe they, you know, they were going to start doing the disco. No, they there. leave <laughs> and do not come back. And even though the manufacturer uh, wants you uh, to buy uh, more, uh, stay alive. <laughs> buy more, <laughs> buy more strobe lights. You can use mirrors to help. Uh, you know, amplify the effect of the original strobe light. Well, and I've read lately, too, there was a story on Facebook that was going on around about an owl that died because somebody had poisoned a rat and the owl ate the rat. Yeah, so I mean, that can happen. with the rat poison. I mean, I bought a humane cage, and I put that up there, too. Um, mm-hmm. You can trap them if they're, if they're in your attic. Um, just got to make sure you have the right size cage. <laughs> so make sure you know what's up there. Cause sometimes it could be a possum. Sometimes raccoons are up there. You never know what's up there. They can get in. It depends on the attic. Right. I, I can't even describe mine. Well, we got to take a little <laughs> break. When we come back, we're going to go out to Bob and Tampa. He's got a question for you you um about feral cats so bob don't go away we're gonna take a little break we'll come back with bob and tampa and you are listening to talking pets and we want to talk with you 844-305-7800-844-305-7800 once again i'm john patch i'm karen vance and i'm daisy charlotte watch us live on facebook live right now at talking pets radio and if you want to join our family go on to our website talkingpets.com no g in the talking and join us on facebook twitter and instagram this is talking pets Hey, cat people. Litter box smells always on your mind. Think about your cat, not the box, with World's Best Cat Litter, the litter that delivers big odor control in a tiny package. World's Best Cat Litter harnesses the concentrated power of corn to trap odors deep inside the litter. Ready to knock out smells and use less litter? Find World's Best Cat Litter at Target, Walmart, and in your local grocery and pet stores. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Dogs are often characterized as man's best friend and have been our constant companions for thousands of years. As a species, people are primarily verbal communicators, while dogs primarily communicate with body language or gestures. When communicating with dogs, we know that if we use both verbal communication and gestures together, we are often more successful. However, it is not known which cues dogs prioritize when communicating with us verbal or gestural communications. A recent study investigated which methods dogs prefer. Six male and seven female dogs that had no previous training were recruited from a dog training center in Italy to participate in the study. The dogs were trained to fetch three different items by both a verbal command as well as pointing. 
To be admitted to the testing phase of the study, the dogs were required to be able to fetch objects reliably after training. Four males and five females were able to proceed. The dogs were then tested by being given a command verbally, asking for one object while the tester pointed to a different object. Each dog was tested eight times. Seven out of nine dogs showed a significant preference for the pointing command, while the other two responded in a matter consistent with random choice. None of the dogs showed a preference for verbal commands. Based on the findings of this study, dogs prioritized gestural commands significantly over verbal commands. However, the use of both verbal and gestural commands together was significantly more reliable than using either independently. This information reinforces the value of using and giving clear commands, such as pointing, when training dogs. Watch us live every Saturday, 5 to 8 p.m. EST on Facebook Live at Talkin' Pets Radio. And join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen to our podcast at TalkinPets.com. Click on Gallery, then Archives. Reporting for Talkin' Pets, I'm Karen Bates. Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. Pick up the phone and give us a call at 844-305-7800 out to Tampa, Florida. Listening on WHFS AM 1010 is Bob. Hey, Bob, how you doing? Welcome to Talking Pets. Just great. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad to hear you got a show on like that. Thanks. Thanks. Appreciate thank you. that. Yeah, thanks. Little, What's going on in your world? Did you? <laughs> did you? Anyway. Oh, you like the Okay, you like the music, too? Is that what you said? I, I love love your music, but I'm I'm uh, uh, I'm kind of questioning wh- why you're playing so much music and not enough talk. Well, that's actually music that we play after a story because the music actually goes with the story. We were talking about communication, well, love, so then it's sure, communication. I, I think you've got a lot to tell us, and a lot of people out here need to know. I, I ran a kennel for for uh, almost ten years. I'm a trainer. I'm a you know stuff, and people really need knowledge. Oh, definitely. That's that's one other reason. We've been out there for 28 years, and we've been on the air, air for 28 years doing three hours on the program. Yeah. Well, I, I'm glad that I found you. 1010 are my Thank you. talk radio is becoming a great station here in town. It is. It is. And a great group of people over there, too, at Beasley. Yeah. Uh, well, my question was, did you get my question? No, actually, um, we're, we're waiting for you to say it, but I do have a hint. It has to do with feral cats. Hey, well, no problem, no problem. Okay, I'm wondering how you feel, pro and con, about about uh, a, a cat, a feral cat catch and release program. I'm actually for it. Um, I agree with it. I don't know, Karen. Do you? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> Daisy. So, okay, yeah. we all we all agree with actually the trap and release. Do you or well, are you have- against it? No, I've, 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 I've participated in it for years. Oh, okay, good, good. 
Yeah, but I mean, but w- there was there was kind of a, 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 a pro and con here in Tampa about it when when they were talking about us doing it and and uh, you know animal control and stuff going mm-hmm. along. Woo woo. You know, I was wondering how that is in all the other states. You know, if it's, or maybe it's just Tampa. It's- I don't know. It's kind of the same way, Bob. Um, uh, throughout the nation, um, that our show is carried on, we've heard yay and nay about it. And there are certain cities, of course, that don't like the fact of trap and release. They'd actually rather see the cats, the feral cats, be destroyed. Um, I don't agree with that. I mean, you can cut off the population just by having them spayed and neutered, and they do take a little chip out of the ear so people know that they are, um, they have been trapped. Um, I, I don't like to kill the animals. Um, sometimes you can take them in as a pet, but feral cats, once they're feral, they're a little tough to train and, and, you know, to bring in the house. But, you know, I always say on the show too, I agree with cats staying indoors unless you're, unless it's a farm cat. Um, cause a lot of people will use cats for barn cats to kill the rats and the mice and everything, which I, you know, I agree on. But if you live in a suburb or something, or especially the city, I think cats should be kept indoors at all times. I keep mine indoors all the time. The only time they go out is around the pool, which is caged. Because there's a lot of uh-huh. diseases, there's a lot of nasty kids, there's a lot of cars, there's a lot of dogs, and there's a lot of um, raptors that could actually carry them off. Well, I, 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 Tampa is, is becoming like 3.1 million people. And right. I'm down in the southern part, very populated with homes. Uh, but I'm glad you, you you brought that out. That when we, we we trap them, we take them in and have them fixed. Right. You know, then we bring them back out in, in, into their areas. Coincidentally, I have a, a, a twins that uh, their mother, when she was a feral, she came in, into my yard when she was a young cat, and she let me pet her. And this and this woman across the street uh, had 18 cats that we had fixed, and they were all feeding in her driveway. Wow. And and this cat came over to my yard. And had her kittens in, in my yard on their wow. pen. See, that's she the thing. That's why they need to. That's why they need to be fixed. I mean, uh, uh, cats are almost like yeah, rabbits, yeah. Like, almost like fleas. I mean, they just mm-hmm. keep procreating and procreating, and that's why they need to be spayed and neutered because they can destroy an ecosystem. They, you know, they eat the birds and and, and the valuable creatures that are actually out there to keep the ecosystem alive. So cats can do some damages. There's no doubt about it. So, but I do believe in the trap and release program. I think it's a great idea. Well, I just want people to think about it. I mean, because cats, cats actually do 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 a good thing too. Yeah, no, they yeah. do. They definitely do. They take a, they take care of some of the vermin that carry diseases too. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of good that they do out there in the wild, but that there is some bad that they do too. So, but by spaying and neutering, you know, you're actually making a dent. Very weird, Bob, because because like I said, my cat, these two cats that came in here, I I kept two of them, and I, I adopted two of the others to a, a couple of uh, nurses. And these two uh, brother and sister uh, stay right here, and this is their home where they were born. They stay in this yard. They don't leave the yard. Well, that's good. And that music right there, Bob, means that we got to go out to a break. <laughs> that's why okay, we play well, music, I, I, too. <laughs> so, thank, thanks, thanks for calling in. Call. Uh, no, I appreciate it. I appreciate the comments. It's a Please great conversation. Back. Yes, definitely. Thank you, Bob. Au revoir. That's Bob out there in Tampa, Florida, listening on... WHFSAM 1010. This is Talking Pets. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90 day supply of Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Licker Chops, get the third bottle free. New improved Licker Chops with omega 6, omega 3, vitamin E, and now six extra direct fed microbials. 
Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. And dogs love it. Try Lico Chops. Buy two, get one free. This is Henry Lukasevic for Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Some news from the USA Today. Here's your host, John Patch. The news is full of it. The flu is raging from the East Coast to the West Coast. In New York City, 8,000 cases were reported in just one day. Humans aren't the only ones at risk. Flu infection in cats and dogs may be much more common than you thought. Bad news for sure, but it's gr- it gets worse. Research is reporting that our pets can be catching the illness from their owners. Dogs seem to be relatively safe from the human strains, but a cat can catch a cold or the flu from you. The virus attaches to the cells in the respiratory tract of felines similarly to how it does in humans, says Scott Weiss, the Canada Research Chair in Zoonotic Diseases and the Associate Professor at the Ontario Veterinary College. One study of cat blood samples found about 30% of cats in Ohio have been infected with seasonal flu and 20% have been infected with the H1N1 flu strain that causes the 2009 pandemic. Studies also suggest that there have been an increase in cat flu infections since 2009. Cats also get cat-to-cat viruses that are similar to a cold, but humans can't catch those. There's no concern with dog-to-human or human-to-dog transmission, says Weiss. Dogs get viruses from each other. If we have a pet, it's also a good idea to wash your hands often, especially after contact. Avoid exposure from the pet's saliva to your mucous membranes, such as your nose and mouth or broken skin. If a pet is under the weather, keep him away from family members with weakened immune systems, such as pregnant women and the elderly. Some experts say you should never let pets sleep in your bed, especially under the covers. Animals infected with the flu develop symptoms similar to those in humans, including breathing problems, a runny nose or eyes, and fatigue. To protect pets, Christine Lauer, an associate professor at Oregon State University's College of Veterinary Medicine, suggests that owners get the seasonal flu shot, which will reduce the chances of catching flu and spreading it to others, both people and pets. People who become sick with the flu should take the same precautions with their pets as they would with other people, such as minimizing contact with them. If your pet is sick, help him feel better by regularly cleaning his area, food and water bowls and where he sleeps, and in case of cats, changing the litter box often. Let him rest and be sure to supply lots of water. If he's stuffed up, a humidifier may help him breathe easier, suggests the American Veterinary Medical Association. If you're worried, have your vet do a physical exam. He or she may suggest diagnostic tests such as a culture or blood count. And says Weiss, tell your physician if your pet is sick and you become ill. Even if the symptoms don't seem related, it could help him or her diagnose and treat you and eventually you can treat your pet. You're listening to Talking Pets. Watchers cruising off the coast of Hawaii came across something that looked like a giant used tissue floating in the water this month. 
But you wouldn't want to blow your nose with this wet blob. According to the Pacific Well Foundation, the goopy mass of floating white matter was a placenta, likely belonging to a humpback whale. That's a big deal, according to the foundation, because although scientists have long assumed that humpbacks travel to Hawaii waters to give birth, no such birth has ever been definitely documented. Humpback whale placenta would perhaps be the next best evidence of the birthing process taking place, aside from documenting an actual birth, Pacific Whale Foundation representatives wrote. Scientists infer that the placenta is easily dislodged after the calf is born and then simply floats away, they added. Rosie Williams, a whale researcher and doctoral student at the National Environment Research Council Doctoral Training Partnership in London, says the find is entirely credible based on researchers' understanding of humpback migration patterns. However, this isn't the first time a whale placenta has been found in Hawaii waters, she noted in an email to Live Science. A similar large mass turned up near Hawaii back in 1994 and was confirmed using hormone analysis to be a humpback whale placenta. What's more, the mass was found floating next to a newborn humpback. This discovery was published in the journal Marine Mammal Science in 1997. In that study, the researchers noted that the floating portion of the placenta was about 3.9 to 4.9 feet long, and the submerged portion was about 7.5 feet long. The umbilical cord was about 2 inches wide and 4.3 feet long. Though a whale placenta has been found in Hawaii waters before, this is still an exciting discovery, and if samples have been taken, then there is great potential to try and understand more about the reproduction in these fascinating animals. Watch us live every Saturday from 5 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook Live at Talking Pets Radio, and join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen to our podcasts at TalkingPets.com, Gallery, then Archives. Reporting for Talking Pets, I'm Daisy Charlotte. Hi, this is David Huntley from PBS Scientific American Frontier. Let's get back to more Talking Pets with John Patch. And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. Pick up the phone and give us a call. We want to talk to you about your pets at 844-305-7800, 844-305-7800. would kiss me any time that I would ask her. Then one evening, her flame of love blew out. Blow me down and pick me up. She swapped me for a trout. Got a whale of a tail to tell you that A whale of a tail or two About the flapping fish and the girls I've loved On nights like this with the moon above A whale of a tail and it's all true I swear by my tattoo There was I don't know if I saw this big white thing floating in the, in the water I mean, I saw a picture of it And I had a different take I didn't, think it was? I didn't think it looked like a big tissue <laughs> To me, in the picture that I looked at I don't think we want to know I know, it's a little... It, <laughs> It, it no well it looked like a giant condom it really uh, did I knew you were going to say that <laughs> why did I know he was going to say that <laughs> it really did. I it knew that it was it was bizarre I knew that I I thought they were going to say it was a jellyfish that's why you wouldn't want such that's a that's a big jellyfish they have giant jellyfish no they do you're right they do <laughs> yes they do but the humpback whales I don't know who they is they have giant jellyfish. yeah the ocean does <laughs> the ocean has <laughs> <laughs> or it's the people living under the ocean <laughs> the that have it. Or something? I don't know. <laughs> 844-305-7800. That is the number to call. And we're going to play a little game right now. Oh. Now we're going to run a few tests. This is a simple lie detector. I'll ask you a few yes or no questions, and you just answer truthfully. Do you understand? Yes. <laughs> Sometimes, grown-ups need to lie. <laughs> 
You're a bald-faced liar. Liar! Confess! All I've ever known to be true is a lie. Hi, liar! You are a liar! Liar! Okay, so now this game, we haven't played this in a long, long time, and this used to be one of the favorites. But what it is is that out of our studio right now, there's three of us in the studio. Myself, John. Myself, Karen. And myself, Daisy. One of us is going to be telling you a lie with their animal fact. If you know who the liar is before the last person standing, which would be the liar, if you know who it is and you're able to pick out the correct lie, we're going to send out to you a bottle of SCOE 10X, the ultimate odor eliminator. You're going to get a bottle of Nutrix for your dog or cat to bring back focus and vitality. And we'll give you a choice. You can either take from Chicken Soup for the Soul, 101 Stories of Miracles, Mischief, and Magical Moments. The dog really did that. You can get that book, or you can get the three DVD collector set of The Adventures of Champion the Wonder Horse with 23 episodes. So, that's your choice on those. But you'll get the SCOE 10X and the new tricks for sure, and then your choice of the book or the DVD. So here it is. This is my truth or my lie. President Theodore Roosevelt had in the White House a pet rat named Jonathan. Karen? This is my fact. President Thomas Jefferson had a hawk named Dick. Daisy? My fact is Lyndon B. Johnson had a beagle named Him. So who is telling a lie? Is it John? Or Karen? Or Daisy? One of us is lying to you. If you can pick out the liar, you get those prizes. Give us a call and take a guess. you got a one out of three chance. 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. Once again, President Theodore Roosevelt had a rat in the White House named Jonathan. President Thomas Jefferson had a hawk in the White House named Dick. President Lyndon B. Johnson had a beagle named him in the White House. So who's lying? Who is telling a lie with their fact about one of the presidents? Give us a call and take a guess, and you can win the Nutrix, SCOE 10X, and your choice of the book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Dog Really Did That, or you can go with the collector set, The Adventures of Champion, The Wonder Horse, 844-305-7800. Just tell us who's lying, John, Karen... Karen? Or Daisy. 844-305-7800. Pick up the phone and play with us. Tell us who's telling a lie. So which one of those presidents did not have the pet or animal that we said it had? So, hey, John. I, I didn't live during Theodore Roosevelt, but Why didn't I believe he did have a rat in the White House named Jonathan. Named after me, but I'm not a rat. Well, I always tell the truth. You might be a rat, a Karen, lying rat. you tell the truth? I always you tell lie. the truth. You lie. You're a liar. Mm-hmm. Daisy? I'm an angel. Yeah, right. Whatever. <laughs> Do you even know who Just Lyndon B. Johnson like is? <laughs> no, that's why I <laughs> oh, had to no. ask you how to spell it. <laughs> oh, no. J-O-H-N-S-O-N. So who's telling the lie? John? Karen? Or Daisy? One of us is. So Theodore Roosevelt had a rat in the White House named Jonathan. Thomas Jefferson had a hawk in the White House named Dick. And Daisy? Did Lyndon B. Johnson have a beagle named him? 844-305-7800. Play the game, have fun with this, and um, we want to talk to you. Speaking of the prizes, John. Yes. What does SCOE stand for in SCOE 10X? 
Oh, you want to know that, don't it's you? It's a funny name. I apologize for saying that. Super Concentrated Odor Eliminator. Wow. I always wondered. Thanks, Karen. <laughs> I've heard you ask. I mean, talking about it, I thought, wonder why they picked that name for it. They didn't even Super rehearse that. Super Concentrated. <laughs> Super Concentrated Odor Eliminator. Well, you know it had to stand for something, Scully. Because Scully is kind of an odd name. I thought it was a purple, a person's name. It's a Someone's last name. You know. Okay, we have our first player. Oh, yay. And it is Pat in Spokane, Washington. And Pat, you are the first one. So who's telling a lie? Is it me? Theodore Roosevelt had a rat in the White House named Jonathan or Karen. Thomas Jefferson had a hawk in the White House named Dick. Or Lyndon B. Johnson had a beagle named him. What do you think, Pat? Which one's lying? I think I smell a rat. <laughs> Thanks for calling me a liar, Pat. <laughs> but you know but you know what? You're wrong. Sorry. Boo. I was actually telling the truth. But thanks for the guess, and thanks for trying, and I appreciate you calling in for the game. So it brings it down now to a 50-50 shot. Pat was incorrect in Spokane. I was not the liar. It was actually true. Theodore Roosevelt had a rat in the White House named Jonathan. So either Karen or Daisy are lying. You got a 50-50 shot, so call right now and take a chance, and you can win those prizes. 844-305-7800. 844-305-7800. Call. And again, carrying your fact. My fact is, as everyone knows, Thomas Jefferson, President Thomas Jefferson, had a hawk in the White House named Dick. And Daisy? And Lyndon B. Johnson definitely had a beagle named him. So who's lying? Karen? Or Daisy? 50-50 shot. Call and you're going to get new tricks, SCOE 10X, and your choice of the collector's set, The Adventures of Champion the Wonder Horse, or you can go with Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Dog Really Did That. 844-305-7800. We're going to take a little break. You better call, and we'll go to you when we come back. Molly, here's your dinner. <coughs> Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Gus Kenworthy, boyfriend rescue puppy from South Korean dog meat farm. Now, U.S. Winter Olympic skier Gus Kenworthy isn't walking away from the games with a medal, but instead he's returning from the area with something cuddlier and yappier, a rescue dog from a South Korean dog meat farm. 
This morning, Matt and I had a heart-wrenching visit to one of the 17,000 dog farms here in South Korea, Ken Worthy explained, along with a photo of his actor boyfriend, Matt Wilkes, and their new pooch, Bimo. Across the country, there are 2.5 million dogs being raised for food in some of in some of the most disturbing conditions imaginable. Ken Worthy detailed the conditions at the farm he visited with an Instagram post. I was told the dogs on this particular farm were kept in good conditions. By comparison to other farms, Ken Worthy, 26 years old, said, The dogs here are malnourished and physically abused, crammed into tiny wired floored pens and exposed to the freezing winter elements and scorching summer conditions. The farm Kenworthy visited is being shut down and the newly free canines will be brought to the U.S. and Canada and placed in forever homes. I adopted the sweet baby in the first picture, he said on his Instagram. We named her Bimo and she'll be coming to the U.S. to live with me as soon as she's through with her vaccinations in a short couple of weeks. Ken Worthy wrote of his new family member, I cannot wait to give her the best life possible. Ken Worthy's soft spot for rescue dogs was apparent at the 2014 Winter Olympics. And when he brought home two puppies he found near the Olympic Village. Those dogs, Jake and Mishka, now reportedly live with his ex-boyfriend in Canada. Watch us live every Saturday, 5 to 8 p.m. Eastern on Facebook Live at Talkin' Pets Radio. And join us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen to our podcast during the week at TalkinPets.com. Click on Gallery, then click on Archives. You're listening to Talkin' Pets. Trust in me in all you do. Have the faith I have in you love will see us through if only you trust in me why don't you you trust me come to me when things go wrong now see Bob I read the story about you know, Ken and adopting a dog at a meat farm, and the whole song was Trust in Me. <laughs> it goes with the story. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I guess if you, it, maybe if you don't know what songs they are, you don't. It yeah. doesn't click. But for some people, some people it does. What do you, what do you call him, Bob? What are you saying? I'm saying some people don't. I didn't know that song that you just played. I don't know. Etta James? You don't know Etta James? Oh my God, I love Etta James. You don't know Etta James? I know who she is. I don't know who all of her songs are. I don't know. Okay, okay. (laughs) Looking through the CD library, (laughs) I'll narrate for you guys that aren't here. Actually, um, one of that's trusting me is one of her more popular ones, but her most famous one, which is my favorite, is At Last. Yep, I know that one. I love that song. But we have a guesser, and yes. his name is Mark. Hi, Mark. He's Hi, calling Mark. out of Florida. And, Mark, you're going to take a guess. These are the two facts. One is a lie, one is a truth. you got to guess who's lying. Karen, what's yours? Mine is President Thomas Jefferson had a hawk named Dick. And Daisy? Mine is Lyndon B. Johnson had a beagle named him. So who do you think is actually telling a lie, Mark? Do you think it's Karen, or do you think Daisy's telling the lie? 
Because one of them well, is well, normally I would go. Uh, normally I would say it would be Daisy that would be lying because I don't think Ooh. she knows any edit song. <laughs> so she's she. I said with Luke Bryan, she would have known that song, of course. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say Karen. I, I just. Did they really call him? I mean, did you say a hawk named Dick? That just seems weird. I, it doesn't seem right. And, and, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Karen. I, I don't believe there was a hawk named Dick. So you th- you think it was, you think Karen was telling the lie. I would say that yeah, you're, yeah, I think. you're absolutely right. It was Karen that was telling, and, and the dolphin <laughs> agrees. Um, Karen was telling oh, the lie. It's actually that Thomas Jefferson had a mockingbird, and he called it Dick. Right. So, <laughs> it wasn't. Did a you know that? Almost as bad. No. So no, the, the whole the whole thing that I thought that was uh, untrue was the Dick Park. Uh, again, I, me too. Know, I'm just saying. It just <laughs> seems like a, a weird name for like the late 1700s. You know what I mean? So I, that's why. I imagine, guess that, that was wrong. Maybe so. that's where that name started. Can you imagine calling your mockingbird maybe. out the front door of the White House? I'm just going to yeah, leave it at that. Yeah. No. <laughs> Even out the back door of the White House. Tell people how, how beautiful your mockingbird and kick is. That, that yes. It can go on, that's for sure. So you're going to get a bottle of Nutrix. Your bo- canceled, Sorry about that. <laughs> you're getting a bottle of Nutrix, a bottle of SCOE 10X. Do you want the Chicken Soup for the Soul book, or do you want the three DVD collection set of The Adventures of Champion the Wonder Horse? Um, let's go with the DVD set. You got it coming out to you. Yeah, so, uh, awesome. thanks for playing with us, Mark, and thanks for talking about the Mockingbird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime we can talk about Dick, that's a great thing. And uh, by the <laughs> way, the uh, is, is a great product. Just want to give them a plug. It's tremendous for older cats. Very good stuff. Good, good, great. I appreciate that, and I'm sure the uh, company does as well. So have a nice night yep. and enjoy your. Okay, just have a nice night. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to go play with my mockingbird now. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Take care, Mark. <laughs> That's Mark in Tampa, Florida. <laughs> Bye, Mark. Okay, well, we just started like a week, uh, a couple weeks ago on uh, 1010 AM and WHFS and then, uh, uh, three other FM dials as well. So, um, yep, they're calling in. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> but, you know, you could call him Richard. I know. That's so, the thing. But it was actually Dick. It, unfortunately. Yes. Well, hey, it is what it is. 844-305-7800 is our number. Don't forget, spay and neuter your pets and help control the pet population. If you are looking to bring a pet into your life, make sure you go to your local shelter or your rescue group and get one there. Um, we thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show and the hours that we're on. And uh, we thank our radio stations for carrying us for all these years. We say goodbye for now from myself, John Patch. Karen Vance. And Daisy Charlotte. Bye-bye. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. So long. By the way, don't forget to go on Facebook or our website, TalkingPets.com, and order your official Talking Pets t-shirt. You can see it right there on the homepage under PayPal. You can get your color and your size. Do it today. And a percentage goes towards an animal organization. Thanks so much. Au revoir.